our LCS is Cowabunga Comics out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and their mail order company, Deep Discount Comics. Um, and we went there, and, and we were actually invoice number 0001. We are the we were the very first <laughs> their very first customer, um, which was kind of cool. They've been nothing short of fantastic customer service wise discounts. They were very close, if not the same or better than DCBS on a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. Over and above uh, customer service wise, always taking care of us, going the extra mile, so responsive, getting instantaneous. Uh, responses back to uh, questions about things and to the point where knowing the stuff you like and anticipating your needs and having it suggested to, that you might want to add this to your order already uh, before you even have to think about about it that's kind of cool really quality experience so we, we love working with Calabunga and Deep Discount and that's why they're in our show notes every single episode and have been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes mm-hmm. that we leave them there because we like them. They're cool, good people. That's why they're in there. By God, they'd tell you to, if you've got a local comic book shop that you love, stay with them because every, everybody needs to support their local comic shops. But if you're looking, check them out. You can check them out in, in the show notes. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of them. Either get on their list just so you can check and see what kind of FOC and pre-order stuff they have and the discounts, and they'll send it to you um, each month, get you on that email list. And you can check out their shop because they have a great shop of exclusive Cowabunga mm-hmm. variants, amazing stuff. Yes, they've always been there for us, and we take them for granted. So there you go. Now you, now you know. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 782 for comics originally releasing November the 22nd and November the 23rd. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, just a reminder that Wednesday is also local comic shop day. So even if you weren't planning on heading to the store to pick up your books this coming Wednesday, of course, Thanksgiving Eve, if that's considered a thing, stop in. (laughs) Support your local comic book shops. Uh, throw them a couple bucks. Pick up a couple back, back issues, if nothing else. Uh, but this is a day to short uh, to support local and support the geeky stuff. All right, Drew. Yes, and if you're in our hometown, Thanksgiving Eve is spent at the local the water bars. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a day to pack out the bars. Yeah, the first time back from college. It's ridiculous. Not me, of course, but no. you know, others. I've heard do this. Oh, yeah. yeah. As a man yeah. who uh, uh, runs a liquor shop, I'm uh, quite busy next week. Quite, yeah, I bet. Well, I mean, you've got to get hammered before you spend a weekend, long weekend with your family. <laughs> Absolutely. It's pretty much understandable. Mom doesn't understand me. <laughs> so we're going to try to look at some of the titles. And I'm, I grabbed the list from... Bleeding Cool, and Bleeding Cool, of course, is a garbage website full of spam and crap and serving me ads, but I'll try to get through it. So there's lots of cool stuff coming out for local comic book shop day on the 23rd. We've got a a cool chroma Lorenzo De Felici uh, cover that's um, very cool looking. I like it a lot. And the Walking Dead wraparound, which is pretty sweet. 
four. Is that 50? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 50. So that'll be nice. Love the 8 billion genies one. That one is an awesome the sketch. Oh, I haven't got that one. Oh, okay. sorry. I was, look at, I was looking at this uh, Behold BMS number one, which was mm-hmm. cool gatefold as well. Uh, Quick Stop, Spider-Man. Oh, man, where are you at? You saw those 8 billion genies. Um, I am on the article that came out on the 17th that gives the top eight products for Oh, uh, okay. I am not. Okay. So I will so, tell us about Dark Space's Wildfire, the Scott nice. Snyder Hayden Sherman book that's coming out from IDW. has a really nice-looking uh, local comic shop day. But like I said, the 8 Billion Genies is a all-white sketch cover that has that, uh, you know, that, 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 that slightly all-agey genie on the front, except it's just the outline sketch and nothing else in it. It's very cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, very Ryan Brown. That's the one that came out on the 17th, so I got the, the wrong one. All right. Yeah. Well, there's no wrong one. There's just, you know, different different sets of information here. That is the that is the sketchiest of sketch co- of sketch covers. You're yeah. Right. For the. <laughs> uh, I'm interested in that and the Quick Stop number one, the Dark Horse Quick Stop, uh, Kevin Smith comic. So Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, from Boom, is a Jason Aaron book post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. jason aaron yeah that could be good it's no southern you, bastards but i'll take it have you watched weird the al yankovic story <laughs> no i've heard it's like incredibly weird it's very good it's very good but there is a lcs day comic um the illustrated al songs of weird al yankovic hardcover uh written by al yankovic 30 dollar book there <laughs> that's great and then a couple big Spidey books. Um, the Spider-Man number two, Mobili variant. Francisco Mobili uh, with uh, a really good cover there. Big fan of it. And then there's, of course, just the uh, ASM 13. Those what, like 10, 15 books maybe? Mm-hmm. Went out. Um, so, so well worth heading to your LCS. Yeah. Make your way there bef- the the day before Thanksgiving. Throw some shekels towards your local comic book shop and pick some of these cool little versions that you'll never be able to get anywhere else. Yep. Kind of cool. Shop local before you eat and then go Black Fridaying and then go Cyber Mondaying. Don't forget <laughs> your LCSs. There you go. There you go. All right, man. Let's pivot over to our previews book. And take a look at Boom. We did image last week. So yeah. Let's continue and Boom and some of the other mid-tier publishers. Yeah. So they've got a big splash page where they're talking about their Mosley number one, a new limited series. But the first thing we get into is, of course, Dune House Harkonnen number one of a 12-issue series centering around good old Dune, which I didn't watch. And now that I look at this, I probably should watch that. Yeah, I um I watched about half of it. And then my subscription ran out for HBO Max. (laughs) And then, and then by the time I renewed my HBO Max, it had left. So I don't know if it's back or not. I might, I need to look that up. I need to look that up and see if it's streaming again because I want to finish, finish it. But I was like, not in any hurry. I had already heard that it was a two parter and I was like, uh, 
I guess <laughs> I guess it's no big deal that I'm that I've yeah. not didn't finish it. But we have multiple covers for Dune. We have the main cover there, a variant cover, a blank sketch cover by Na, um, an, an incentive cover, another incentive covers, two FOC reveal covers that we have yet to see the artist on, and a big and an unlockable variant. So all kinds of fun stuff there. Yeah, and this um, in the interior pages. It doesn't look dunish. No, no <laughs> it looks, it looks very brightly uh, colored and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if yeah, Dune was we, over and everybody was happy? Yeah, and then uh, then we do kick into Mosley. It's a Rob Gillery book. Sam Lofty doing the art. And uh, man, I can't not read it. I'm going to zoom in a little bit. The farmland creator, blah blah blah. It's a satirical sci-fi blockbuster. Perfect for fans of God Country and Ghost Cage. I'm guessing you didn't read either one of those, Kyle. God Country, yes. Ghost Cage, no. Yeah. I don't remember God Country. So I must not have finished it. Whoops. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. Interesting look. Looks like Um, a lot of dude hits things with hammers. Yeah, yeah. We see House of Slaughter continuing with issue 11. S-I-K-T-C. It's 28. I wish, if I could go back in time, I would have just got all of the covers of Something is Killing the Children because they're all so darn good. Yeah, you could have made some money, too. Yeah. I don't know who Loic Locatelli corn whiskey is but that person Loic, i don't even know if that's a man or a woman's name this doesn't matter um that wrote persephone is doing all the writing all the art and the covers for flavor girls which is a certified cool hardcover advanced yeah. solicit collects three Count them three issues in this hardcover, but it ends up being 176 pages with those three issues. So I'm guessing there's some back matter. Yeah, they've they've sloughed her up something. Yeah. Sarah's an international peacekeeper who finds herself in and over her head when she's thrown into this crisis in a way she never could have imagined. This is what uh, all you Sailor Moon fans have been waiting for, they say. But yeah, you're looking at the cover and you're saying, "Ew, I can tell that's what it yep. was." Yep, yep. Uh, I'm starting to twitch. Then we get a deluxe edition of the Many Deaths of Layla Star, which was a fantastic book from last year. This one's encompassing all five issues at 144 pages. One of the best Ram V, the best of Ram V, I would say. Know your and station, have, not familiar with the that. The second one, we haven't read this one yet, so that's mm-hmm. why we're still a little unfamiliar. We haven't got the first one yet, but another as horror with, book. Yeah. As with Behold Behemoth, I have not read that first issue. Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, I had the opportunity to read. I just have not done that yet. Um, it's Jason Aaron. What are you waiting I, for? What am I waiting for? I don't know. My giant ass stack of books. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to whittle away at it. Love the cover on Specs number three of the Bloody Milk Carton. 
very uh, reminiscent yeah. of like an ice cream man kind of yeah. cover. Yeah. The approach yep. that first that that first issue was really good, and of course it's Han and Hurley. I was gonna say that's clearly Jeremy Han. I love that main cover. Yeah, it's our boy, boys. Speaking of boys, Cy Spurrier writing "Damn Them All" is on its fourth issue. Yep, yep, and, uh, and we get Adler. a Dan Mora cover as well. Charlie nice. Adler covers and Dan Mora. Why is it good artists have good variants? But you scroll up to some of these other books, and like not one of the artists <laughs> jumps off the page. But then this is you're like, ah, I got to choose between multiple people I really like. Well, it's Briar Four, the final one. I like that yep. Jermaine Garcia cover with the sword blade. That's pretty sweet. Yannick Paquette cover there too. Penultimate Eve, Children of the Moon. Grimm's back with issue seven. I kind of thought it ended. <laughs> yeah, and it's not it, even active. In the, I yeah, okay. it, yeah, kind of like it ended and, and it was like really murky. Like, well, this might be it. And it ended on five. Five issues is how they do their arc. So this is the second issue of the second arc. Yeah. I, yeah. So either I misinterpreted the letters at the end from the creators or... um. They, it sold well enough that they were able to go back to the well. Really nice Dan Panosian incentive cover there, too. Mm-hmm. Colin Bunn's Bathrask as a third volume. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Bathrask. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, number two. Not the same as Batman. Sorry, this team-up is not something I've looked for, except I do like the fact that we get Kevin and Freddie Eastman covers. Yeah. Who's Freddie Eastman? I'm going to assume a child. His kid? Or no, that's Freddie Williams. Oh, I thought you said Freddie Eastman. So uh, uh, Freddie Williams, I assume, collaring them? Is that what he does? I don't, I don't know. know. Very good covers, though. But the, on this one, I actually like that uh, uh, Bone Bernardo TMNT variant. That's a really good looking one. Then I check out until we get to Dark Horse. But hold on, I'm I'm still stuck on this. Can I? Okay. So there is a Young Jun Kun cardstock variant where they have placed the turtles in the Power Rangers outfits, and it's wow. one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. But are you strangely attracted to it? Yes, this has brought out something weird in me I didn't know was. A thing. <laughs> all right, my apologies. Moving on past all of the Power Rangers of the world into the Magic the Gathering. Escapades. Yeah. Don't care about that either. Even though it's Jed McKay. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, I'm bouncing down to Dark Horse to Spy Superb, which is a debut issue on the Flux House imprint from Matt Kent and Charlene Kent doing a cover. Yeah. And that could be a kid or a wife. <laughs> Tula Lote gets a variant as well. So much nepotism in comics. <laughs> Why not just reach down the hall and go, hey, you want to draw a cover for this book? Yeah. Sure. Hey, hey my cousin wants to be a comic uh, creator. Can you do that? Yep. Sure. Come on in. 
This is John Wick meets Wes Anderson in a mystery thriller about a secret organization that's developed the perfect spy. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I do like Wes Anderson. Mm. And I do like John Wick. Yeah. Back to the well with some Stranger Things. The Many Ghosts of Dr. Brenner, number one. Now, true form, I do have a lot of questions about all the Brenner stuff, but I don't know. Am I going to read that? Probably not. Mm. Very intrigued, though. Dragon Age, the missing number one. Haven't had a new Dragon Age video game in a while, but they are cranking out some comics, that's for sure. All right, and then we have the Samurai Satire, that is White Savior, number one, written by Eric Nguyen, um, who is also doing art and cover A's. An ancient prophecy foretold of an outsider that would save the peaceful village of Enoki from an unstoppable army. A man who would confuse the people at first with his unconventional ways, but lead them to the light. Uh, Nathan Garam captain in the United States Army known for his viciousness in battle on the American frontier could be that man if he weren't such an awful drunken idiot. It sounds like that uh, Tom Cruise movie that we had uh, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that was terrible. But this looks funny because uh, you see him lying. In the preview pages, we get he lands uh, he lands in a cart and says, "Ow, my balls! I've landed on my balls." So they're right up my my humor already. So <laughs> might be worth to check. This is a uh... okay. The old man Logan artist. Yeah, and then we go into a couple of Frank Miller, Jeff Darrow. Um, hardcovers for yeah, second editions of these things. Big guy and the rusty boy robot. Like this is a trade, not a hardcover. Yeah. And then hard boiled, uh, which is oh, I, I don't think I've read either one of these. These are Eisner winners. They're Frank Miller. Uh, art looks great, and I've uh, went, I don't know when they came out originally, but I must have not been reading comics. So I don't remember either one of these. Very cool. Something worth checking out. Uh, then we're going to slide into some of Dark Horse's Star Wars offerings. Some of their got... rehashing of some old stories with their hyperspace heroes, or hyperspace stories, and then they are collecting some of them in a trade paperback as well. Are these old Dark Horse books? I, I don't know. They're old stories. But I don't know for sure. Yeah. Okay. And do they all take place in that mythical time after Jedi? Well, this was uh, like Hyperspace Stories 5 involves Count Dooku. So that's uh, prequel territory. Okay. Gotcha. Because the cover is Leia and Luke, right? Correct. Yeah. Ventress and all kinds of fun stuff. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, from the darkest days of the Clone Wars comes a taste of evil, evil and intrigue. So that's right up your alley, that is, Drew. That from is the Clone to... Wars. Oh my God, that was a rough one. Ooh, we have a Star Wars Rebels hardcover. That's cool. 
some of the art from that show that you're not watching. What is? Oh, it's the art of Star Wars Rebels. Correct. And Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Is that another cartoon? That's a game, homie. Fallen Order is? Yeah. Gotcha. And High Republic Adventures is what IDW was doing. Correct. And now now they're doing it with a different team, it looks like. Dark Horses, yeah. Okay. All right, Dark Horse. You need to do something fresh. Give me something. That's kind of what I was thinking as well. Yeah. No more rehash. Or go back and do like... Like, we haven't done any Knights of the Old Republic for a long time, right? In comics? Knights of the High Republic or Knights of the Old Republic? Old Republic, right? Old Republic, yeah. That's 3,000 years ago. There's a bunch of cool stuff you could do back then. Yeah. We got stuff from the Bendisverse. Yeah, some powers. And the ones. Powers I like. I don't know about that other one. Did you uh, read Snow Angels by Jeff Lemire and Jacques? I did not. Is this a is this an OGN or is this was this already out? It is collecting the Snow Angels trade paperback volume one and volume two. So yeah, I missed this one as well. Yeah. I'm a big Jacques guy. You uh, less so. Less so. Yes. Richard Starkings doing Ask for Mer- Mercy. I I like Richard Starkings' Elephant Man a lot. That was that's a really great book that I've enjoyed. I'm not familiar with uh, Ask for Mercy. I missed that one, so I'm gonna have to check that out. I think I might like it. There you go. I think I missed this Assassin's Apprentice last month. We've got the second issue of that popping through it's a jody hauser written book mm, okay jordy belair doing a cover on it didn't the quick stops didn't uh grab me oh yeah not, not a fan a little too uh, off the well, wall yeah i don't know maybe i just knew wasn't in the right mood didn't do much for me there you go dead mall was really good though i really enjoyed the first issue of dead mall um, felt like pretty much every zombie horror type movie, but it still was engrossing. I don't know why this made me laugh. Did you read the tagline or the the solicit? As the survivors try to evade the ga- the grasps of the mall walkers. Yeah, the mall walkers. So the old ladies that walk around. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I I just seen them in the shadows i have not met them yet either because i only read the first issue very cool it's only teenage west wasteland from kurt pyers gets the second issue more song lyrics as comic titles please <laughs> i like it survival street gets Collected as a trade. I've got that last issue sitting there waiting on me. I need to read it. President Alien, the Book of Love, was its third issue. Hope that's good. 
And some novels. Yeah. Novel novels. What's that about? I'm not sure why they're in here, but hey. <laughs> their own. Yeah. Through me. And a bunch of hardcovers, a bunch of trades. As we slide into Dynamite, I'm thinking, next. Yeah. Yeah, all new Adventures of Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck, the theme song is playing in my head right now. Um, All new Adventures by writer Amanda Dybert and artist Carlo Laura, who I don't know either one of them. So, <laughs> I mean, do you, I guess you don't need to be a big name to do Darkwing. Yeah. I mean, it looks like on character. Yeah. And if, you know, just to remind you that we're doing the Wayback Machine Gargoyles number two, having its second issue there. Whew. The Amanda Connor Limited Virgin cover T is a $50 buck. For Dynamite continues to do Dynamite. Yeah. Gargoyles gets second issue. Second issue still has 24 uh, covers, it looks like, and I'm not exaggerating. Crazy. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> Purgatoria by Ray Fox. What is that on there? Oh, my goodness. Green Hornet. I keep thinking I need to revisit a Green Hornet. It's kind of noirish. Yeah, yeah. I might like it. Huh. That's a new Nancy Drew. I'm not sure I read that one. Oh, wait, that's the Kelly Thompson. Yes, I did. Well, 07 gets to issue 006. And Lord of the Jungle, some nin- ninjets. Oh, wow. Sirens Gate. What do I know Fred Van Lente from? Uh, Valiant Books, probably. Valiant. Yeah, he did um, a lot of them. Jumped around. The art on this Sirens Gate looks... CGI, AI, AI drawn, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I can see that. I love it. Wow, look at that Vampirella versus Red Sonia cover A. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Two cosplayers for the price of one. Wow. These dynamite statues are limited to 49 of them. Worldwide, 49. So, Not 50. How much do you think a, 
Oh, it's two hundred fifty bucks. It's way less than I thought. I was gonna. If you'd have had me guess, I would have guessed north of four hundred bucks. We're still doing collectible coins. Thought we had given up on the collectible coins. Those aren't the same coins, right? Those are new coins by now. Uh, I don't know. I don't either. It looks like the same coin. Yeah. And I think that's all of our middle tier stuff. Golly, Dynamite, you sent us out one a whimper. Let's head over. Yeah. yeah, I get into Aftershock, I get excited. I'm like, oh, crap, that's one of our lesser bubbles. That's that's the back half. We can't do that one yet. All right, let's um, let's head over to the CBSI. Our not-so-good friends, because they once I'm again... I'm going to stop giving week... them credit. So let's go over to another site and look at a top ten. It doesn't come out in time to be as helpful as we'd like it to be. Um, so they are just the random hot 10 list. Yes. And I don't know if they know when we record and they wait for our recording to be over and then they publish their little website list. Or, I mean, that that seems a little uh, C4FAP centric, doesn't it? Um. Yeah, it, it's, if it's not rotated around me, I don't care about it. So I'm going to assume cool. it's because of me, and now I'm angry. It's quite possible. All right. And at rank number one, we have the Amazing Spider-Man number 10 from 2015. Arals are again over $50. This one has yo-yoed over the past year. It is back up again after the voice casting of uh, Daniel Kuluya. Yeah, the dude from Get Out and Black Panther. So, so much stuff is just uh, writhing around this uh, into the Spider-Verse. And who's going to be the next big thing from that? At rank two, we have Black Panther number three. 9.8s are $200, 80 to $90 for Raw. I'm assuming we're gonna, we might hit some spoiler stuff, too. So just FYI, because if we start getting Black Panther 3, I haven't seen the movie. But who knows? Yeah, you're just right. Just FYI for people. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Blah, blah, blah. I will say one thing. Tosin is still going strong, but I'm not really understanding the reasoning behind this current surge. Haven't seen the movie yet, so maybe there's something that we are not aware of. Then we have Omega Man number three. 9.8s are over $350, up from $250 a few weeks ago. Can't see any Lobo news that wouldn't warrant an increase. Still a good copper age key, regardless of all this. Yes. At rank four, we have the Death of Superman, the 30th anniversary pink foil. $400 for pink? Why not green or yellow? But those are probably coming too. The red just looks better, just saying. $400 seems high. Yeah. At rank five, one of my personal favorites, Gears of War, number one, a CGC 10, sold for $900. A 9.9, sold for $400. And 9.8s are $265. Raw copies also saw a 50% increase in price up to around $25 or $30 after it was announced that Netflix was going to make a movie. Let's see how The Last of Us does on HBO before we go crazy for this property. No, I like this property better than the stupid Last of Us. CGC 10. Yeah, 10s and 9.9, so it must have been a... A thick boy book or something. Yeah, crisp car- cover stock. 
At rank six, we have Superman, number 75, the special edition Dan Jurgens 1 in 25 foil, up to 45 or 50 bucks. Bit of nostalgia with this one. That being said, did we really need a reprinting of a book that was the most overproduced book of all time? Lovely. Looks like we did. Yep. At rank seven, we have NYX, number three. I'm hoping this is a sign of things to come. The downturn of this book all year bottomed out in October where 9.8 fell from the $2,000 down to like twelve hundred bucks. Then a shift into buying with multiple sales and now thirteen to fourteen hundred dollar range. Have keys bottomed out or will they continue to drop? At rank eight, we have Avengers World number nine by your boy Nick Spencer. Twenty to twenty-five dollars. More Azari speculation. Not the same person, people. Trying to figure that square peg into the round hole doesn't fit, but who knows? NYX3 is uh, first X23? Yep. Is that what it is? Okay. Or is it the first Laura before she's X23? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Same, Doesn't matter. same character, who knows? Yeah. At Reg 9, we have Dark Ride number 2, the Agnes Garbowska and Tony Fleek's 1 in 25 variant. It's up to almost 50 bucks. Dark Ride makes the list back to back issues. This is going to be a must pick up every month with Dark Ride. Dark ride, huh? Yeah. And at rank 10, we have Ninja Funk number one. So there's literally no way for us to showcase any of the dozens and dozens and dozens of variants for this book. Tons of sales, tons of homages on Ninja Funk. Okay. And honorable mention. Honorable mention for all the uh, Kevin Conroy signature series. Um, Of course, when anybody passes, they go up in price, but we try not to make any money on that you know you know you know don't feel icky do what you gotta do and then the other honorable mention man omar's number one by our good friends varios a thousand dollars for a raw book first appearance of john glenn saving she hulk what this is a gorgeous cover with a gorgeous color it's not sure why we love these old sci-fi books john glenn okay <laughs> interesting yeah all right, Drew, you want to look at our fi- our FOC list, our final order cutoff, see the books that we can still get on our list and still get set to us before it's too late. Do, I do. I want to see what's out there. All right, let's start with our good friends at Lunar Distributions. I will be following along with my nice little order form from our good friends at Deep, Di- Deep Discounts Comics to see if I need to add anything to my list this week. Um, but let's start and see what the DC items from Lunar are. Um, I mean, there's lots of above-average covers from yeah. DC, obviously. Um, and then the Soze Mayaki, of course, for Catwoman 50 is pretty nice and yeah. shiny. Stepan Stajic is really good. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of solid Tula Lote, really good. Um, plenty of quality covers in that Catwoman 50. And, mm-hmm. Cat, and hey, hats off. Catwoman made it to 50. I'm going to tell you right now, probably my pick of the week is this George Perez tribute cardstock variant from Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth 7. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm not there yet. Which one? Is, oh, the one with all the people on it? Yep, all the people on it. And George sitting and there in the front. straight up or independently orderable. Yep, cardstock. Bump. Bump. Yeah. 
Very nice. That's uh, a great cover. But then there's a premium tribute virgin foil version of that thing. Yeah. One in 350. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, finishing up DC versus Vampires All Out War. So this Death of Superman 30th Anniversary Special Number 1 is actually going to a second print as well. 11 bucks for that book. Crazy. Then we get the uh, GCPD Blue Wall Issue 3. Great covers. There are great covers, yeah. Both Raiko Murakami and Steve Epting. Both very, very good covers. Yeah. Man, the Harley Qu- covers have gone too far. They're just dumb now. Yeah, they it just depend. It's, I think it's like month to month. I don't. There's no consistency. I'll give you that. This is a dumb month then. Yeah. Speaking of dumb months, what the heck is going on with Nightwing cover A? I'm just going with some reverse um, color scheme there. It kind of works. No. No. Do you like the uh, the Goggles askew. I like. I mean, Dan Mora. He get, but it's one in twenty-five, so I'm not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, you can talk about them all you want, you little booger. Just can't pick them. And it's also the cover F. Is that a straight up? That's the. What is the difference? Okay, one's a one in a twenty-five virgin, and then one's just a, the guard stock. Yeah. So you can. There you go. You can get it. Get it, get it, get it. The spawn cover is cool. If you're into that, I like that. I like that that Bruno Redondo one in fifty with all the lettering behind it. That's pretty nice. I think it looks stupid. <laughs> we are polar opposites. Well, I, I the thing is, I actually like. Grayson, so like I'm offended when I see this stupid stuff. Okay. Alright. He's a big brother. He's a superhero. He's a spy. He's an ally. He's sexy. He's a lover. This is so stupid. I guess Ugh. I didn't read I guess I didn't read Ugh. I just looked at the big words that were like not that. <laughs> not those. Yeah. Hitler on the cover usually sells books. Road Trip to Hell, number two of Scout from Scout Comics. Yeah. Good stuff from DC and the gang. So Kyle's early pick yeah. in the clubhouse yeah. needs to be taken down is the cover F Dark Crisis Infinite. George Perez. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if we can knock that off his pedestal. Let's take a look at image. With an art brute number one from my boy. W. Maxwell Prince. But this is a. Re. 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 re what is it? Resolicit. 
Oh, it's old stuff <laughs> that's being re republished, re released, yeah. re released. I think that's the word I was looking for. Um, but it'll be cool. It's Promise. the same. It's the same. The same team as Ice Cream Man. So, yeah. so many covers. I wouldn't even know where to start. Hell to pay. Number now, should we be looking at these dark rides? Second pay. Right. They were talking about what dark rides being hot. hot. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like any of them. So I don't think so. <laughs> what were you talking about? Hell to pay. Hell to pay. Number one, going to a second print. Very nice. Ice cream man, thirty-three, getting three covers. Lover everlasting getting three. I guess everybody's getting that extra cover with spawn on it that they wouldn't normally get. So would you consider Ice Cream Man thirty three an homage to my favorite Batman and Robin cover? Let me go back to that. Which one am I looking at? Ice Cream Man. Oh okay. Okay, uh, maybe. Maybe because of the color scheme. It's the, I think they're in like the same pose. I'm gonna have to look. The, I'm gonna have to do some. Yeah, maybe. I think that's the exact pose. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's that uh, Frank quietly, right? Yeah. It's over. Two guys. Yeah, it's the exact same pose with the vehicle behind them. Yeah. That uh, yeah. Is. So that's even that amps it up, right? Yeah. In your estimation. I have to have that. <laughs> that is pretty nice. Oh, oh quietly did the Yeah, quietly did the cover there and then Crystal Hollerin or whatever did the Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't even pick up on it either, Kyle, so that was pretty good snag on your part. Yeah. Crap. Have to have it. Just how things work. Uh-huh. All right, I may have That's a... the thing about FOCs is you can make it yours. Did I dethrone my prior pick? We shall see. And boom gives us Grim back again. <laughs> I really thought Grim was over. Okay. Felt... So you thought a successful book was just going to be like five and out. It just felt like, well, they could revisit it, but they don't have to. It, it can it can end right here. And I don't know. I got the sense that it was over. But I've been, yeah. I, I, I'm wrong all the time on those. <laughs> Nothing else for me and Boom. Now we're Dark Horse. Not a lot of books coming in Dark Horse, unfortunately. We talked about Assassin's Apprentice. Here's the first issue. Jody Hauser, Robin Hobb. Ryan Kelly on or, yeah, Ryan Kelly on art. The first comics installment of best selling author Robin Hobbs' Assassin's Apprentice. So this is 
guess something we know from a different format, maybe. Maybe. Joe Fixit gets his first issue from Marvel. Three covers, none of which jump out at me. That was fantastic. And we're going back to these window shades variants, which we hated. Yeah, pretty much. So dumb. Uh, I was hoping for a little more from the, the Fix It. Uh, maybe I can get it from the Scarlet Witch launch. They're also doing a god dang window shades variant. <laughs> uh, is that Adam Hughes doing that? Yeah, Adam Hughes is doing the uh, classic homage, but the, the look on her face is just maniacal. I don't like. I don't like it. <laughs> and it's Steve Orlando. Yeah, that's weird. Which I have a bad track record with Steve Orlando, so no. I don't think that's going to do it. Like the big splash in the front of the uh, classic Hughes, the the witch is back. Yeah. Oof. Man. Not getting the art on Spider-Man number two, second print, the, ba- the Bagley variant. They're not giving us the art yet on that one. Same thing with Star Wars Mandalorian number five, the second print. Must be new. Yeah. Or they give it to us. So a late shipping gun honey foil Sozamaki. Ooh. The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to. First of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities. We we pay for ours here at, at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comics fun profit and contribute at any level to say thanks to say i want to be a part of your slack channel conversations i want to get exclusives i want to get early access i want to get ad free access i want to get swag i want to get some free stuff whatever your reasoning is we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference so from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart. Thank you for contributing. Minecraft inspired misadventure of Freegal and Fluffy are those characters that you are familiar with, Kyle. I am unaware of Freegal and Fluffy. Should we bring in Lincoln and ask yes. him? Yes, I shall bring a child. We need an expert opinion on <laughs> Minecraft. Wake up! Daddy's got a question. Come and make yourself worthless. <laughs> oh, man, Kyle. I might have to go back and rethink something I've passed on. So we talked a little bit about all the Ninja Funk homages. I very much like Ninja Funk 2 homages. They've got the uh, Edge of the Spider-Verse 2 
homage there. I don't really want to take one of yours, so I think I'm gonna. Why don't you take Perez, and I'll jump to my boy for ice cream. No, you can you can have whoever you want. I'm jumping to ice cream, man. You're jumping ice cream and leaving leaving poor old Perez. Yep. Posthumously sitting there. Well, I don't love it, so (laughs) um, I'll probably I'm gonna have to take Art Brute then, which is kind of really. Yeah, That's the well, dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm taking Art Brute. You take Ice Cream Man. They're You're taking both... a reprint of something we didn't bother to read the first time. It's the same guy doing both books. I like That's, the Okay, synergy. it's thematic. I'll give you the thematic. I like the thematicness of the two picks. Yeah. Over not the rarest of the George Perez covers. Gotcha. On the book. Yeah, but I am giving you... Ice Cream Man 33, cover A. Right. The one that looks like Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin homage. I'm with you. Love it. All right, let's slide on over to now our good friends. Our good friends at Cover Price that just have things out for us. and They have stuff out Aren't playing time. their wicked games. They are trying to derail the show week after week after week. <laughs> At rank number one, we have Omega Men number one, or I'm sorry, number three from 1983. Um, of course, Lobo, we talk a lot about that. Features the first appearance of Lobo, fan favorite, crude dude. Some of those fans include James Gunn and Jason Momoa. Just a couple of influential cats over at DC at the moment. 89 copies selling on the secondary market. CGC 9.8 is 360 bucks. And raw, beautiful ones, uh, over 100 bucks. So crazy spoilers 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 at rank two we have black panther number three from 2022 tosin's first appearance is in this book and has been a hot book ever since speculation has previously driven this book back up with light rumors of tosin's inclusion inclusion in black panther the sequel uh, Tosin T'Challa has no comic book first appearance right now, at least. However, many recent buyers of this book feel that Tosin could very well be a nickname for Tosiana Sant. Tosin has no direct familial connection to T'Challa in the comic books, and he's much older. Despite the answers falling back to Tosiant simply because, simply being an original MCU character, fans need to assign a first appearance to T'Challa's on-screen son. It's important to know that Marvel Comics has big plans for Tosin, so he's still a solid market value, even though it's a bit displaced here. 46 copies are moving, though. 81 bucks for Raw and 200 bucks for CGC 9.8s. How do you know? Are you Kevin Feige? How do you know Marvel has big plans for Tosin? Yeah, that's the que- that is the question. I, don't, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't really speculate either. Yeah. At rank three, we have Lobo number one, an ugly 90s cover Ugh, from 1990. Busy week for Lobo. Jason Moa seemingly confirmed he would love to see the character on the big screen. And boom, James Gunn posts a picture of Lobo to his Mastodon, a decentralized social media service account. CGC 9.8 is $175 and 13 bucks for Raw. 
ASM 10 from 2014. This book jumped from our runner-up list last week to number four. Per The Hollywood Reporter, Daniel Kaluuya will voice Spider-Punk in the upcoming Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. News has reached all corners of the fandom, seeing Vans grabbing up copies of Spider-Punk's first appearance. Track 23 copies. 250 bucks for CGC 9.8s and 70 bucks for Rawls. Crazy. Black Panther number three, the second print. Same reasons, but this time the second print. And 18 bucks for Rawls and CGC 9.8s for 120. And then the book right before that, Black Panther number two, but this is actually from the 20, 2005 series. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever just dropped, and one of the film's main focuses is Shuri. Well, she's first appeared in this book, and fans are eager to grab up this key. And in the event, her ascent into fan favorites continues, an iconic mainstay could continue. Track 22 copies sold high of $325 for CGC 9.8. And New Year Mint fair market value of up just north of $103. If we go back to Amazing Spider-Man 10. Uh-huh. So that's the slot run from 2014. Is that right? 2014, yes. Is that slot? I think so. I can't tell. Yeah, that's that's slot. Okay, that's Dan's yeah. slot. Um, and that's the first Spider-Punk who's going to be they voiced voice by too. Daniel Kaluuya in a in the the animated series. Yeah. So we think we got do we sell that while it's hot right now? We're not we don't think there's more that Spider-Punk can do. I mean, that's as hot as it's going to get, right? It's also the second appearance of Silk in Amazing Spider-Man 10. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting as well. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm saying sell, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to stick around. But there are going to be two Spider-Verses, Into the Spider-Verses, right? Correct. It's part one, part two. So Correct. And it'll take all year or two years? Two years. They're dragging two, it out. Two years. Uh, so maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on if he's a breakout or not, I guess. Spider-Punk's dope. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Spider-Man 75, the one in 25. Death of Superman. Did I say Spider-Man? I meant to say Superman 75, Dan Jurgens one in 25. The Death of Superman was a hobby-encompassing event. With the 30th anniversary of bonus, DC decided to reprint the classic tale with some awesome variant covers. Including this one, Dan Jurgens did the iconic original issue 75 cover and crushed the new one in 25. Tracked 13 copies sold. Uh, fifty-one dollars for raw copy, but you can get them for around forty-five dollars. Invincible Iron Man nine for twenty sixteen. By all accounts, fans love the appearance of Riri Williams and Ironheart in Black Panther: Wakanda oh, Forever. Spoiler. <laughs> I, I said spoiler at the top for this exact <laughs> reason. Marvel has big plans for this character in the future, with an already scheduled series coming to Disney+. Plus. Her first appearance in comics saw a bump in the aftermarket as a wider audience just became acquainted with the character who carries the legacy of Tony Stark on her shoulders. As the group 
the incredibly vocal group that hated She-Hulk also going to hate Riri as Iron Man? Uh, probably not. You don't think so? I think no. I think they're probably already got their Rotten Tomatoes review uh, ready to sink it. Unless Riri starts also tertiarily banging ca- side characters in the MCU, I think we're fine. Yeah. Unless okay. she, or or she starts twerking, so we'll we'll leave it to that. Okay. Well, I I, I better be wouldn't matter what she does. We'll see though. I think she's a lovable character. $393 for a CDC 9.8 and fair market value on near mints, $87. And Wolverine number one from 1988 is an iconic, nice little cover of him on top of the pile there. Um, the use of the word mutant is once again causing ripples in the aftermarket. Of course, arguably the most famous mutant of all would make an appearance on our list, especially... Er, Expectations are high with a casual mention of a clawed man in a bar brawl in She-Hulk and the confirmation Wolverine will appear in the MCU alongside Deadpool. Fans continue picking up this first issue of Wolverine's first ongoing series, tracking 16 copies on the secondary market. 500 bucks for CGC 9.8s and Rawls of 47 bucks. And more and more spoilers ahead, Drew. Avengers number 6 from 2010. This book appeared on our top ten a few weeks ago, and it's no wonder we are seeing it again after the release of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. This book features the first appearance of Azari T'Challa Black, the son of Black Panther, with the introduction of young T'Challa at the end of Wakanda Forever. Fans continued to pick up the first full appearance of Azari, as noted above, Toussaint is an original MCU character with no comic iteration. Maybe Azari is a is as close as comic fans can get. But we did track 16 copies sold, $158 for CGC 9.8, and FMVs for 24 bucks. Yeah, Azari's too close to the comedian who got canceled not that long ago. <laughs> Aziz Ansari. Yeah, you gotta you gotta had to change that. <laughs> Uh, let's see. At link 11, we have a Deadpool number one, the Notorious B.I.G. We've got Secret. Well, I better tell you what, what it's selling for. 55 bucks. Not bad. Um, Secret Wars 8, our uh, Spidey Black suit uh, cover. Uh, another 14 co- copies sold. 790 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around $236. That's pretty specific, actually. At rank 13, we have Spawn number one from 92. Another 40 copies sold of Spawn this week uh, with a high sale of $239 for a 9.8 and near mints around 27 bucks. At rank 14, we have Secret Wars 1. Um, 14 additional copies sold of this one that jumped off, uh, that jump started the, the Secret Wars series. Uh, nine eight went for four hundred bucks and fair market value for a very fine raw was thirty seven dollars. Uh, Black if only we'd known we could be getting thirty seven dollars out of that book. <laughs> we get bot 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 bot. So many of them we got could have got for a dime. <laughs> Black Panther number one from nineteen seventy seven. Uh, sold twenty two additional copies. This is Black Panther's first solo series. It's much more attainable. 
Um, uh, 22 copies sold. High sale of 12.50 for a CGC 9.8. Dang. And rank 16, we have Ghost Rider number one from 1990. Every fan is speculating Ghost Rider is going to appear in the MCU. Will it be Johnny Blaze, Daniel Ketch, or Robbie Reyes? Maybe they'll throw a curveball. Um, anyway, Danny Ketch's first appearance sold 11 copies. Had I sell $308 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 17, we have Hulk number one from 2008. This is um, Harrison Ford's casting leaves General Thaddeus Ross. Many believe this is the beginning of seeing the Red Hulk make his first appearance in the MCU. We tracked 15 copies sold, a high of 399 for a CGC 9.8, and near mints around 73 bucks. At rank 18, we have West Coast Avengers number 45. This is White Vision, continuing to have some staying power. 28 copies sold, a high sale of $494.95 for a 9.8, and uh, near mint copy sold for 52 bucks at rank 19 uh avengers number one from 2010 uh we we strongly recommend you take time to watch the black panther welcome to forever before you look into this book there are major spoilers as to why this book has been picking up speed um 15 copies sold the high sale of 28 bucks for a raw and rounding out the top 20, we have Astonishing X-Men number 6. From from 2004, Abigail Brand and Sword fall to the bottom of the list uh, for Secret Invasion, Disney Plus series. 14 copies sold. High sale of 230 bucks for a 9.8. Raw's around $3, Kyle. Raw's around $3. And that's a near-mint Raw at 3 bucks. It's a hot book. I mean... Is that is is that even cover? <laughs> Might be from 2004. I'm not sure. That uh, that went out with a whimper. Number 20 did. So let's move on to new releases for this week. Yeah, sneak peek in next week. Drew and I travel through and dig through all the stuff coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, and we pick out what we think the next big thing is or what you have to be reading. So Drew. Send it over to Lunar Distributions and see what's coming from DC. I see a terrible 90s cover for Action 1049 that I hate. I and can't then, be worse than Superman World's Finest number 10 and it's our boy Dan Mora. Like with that, a Paul McCartney karaoke cover. Wow. Missed that one too. Yeah. Batman Fortress, Seven of Eight. That was another one I was like, I I was reading issue six, and I was like, man, how are they going to finish this thing? Because I thought it was a six-issue miniseries. Mm-hmm. And um, I get to the end, and it says to be continued. I was like, what's that? It's supposed to be a six. It was never a six, by the way. It was just me in my head thinking it was it was a six, because why, why would you be an eight if you could be a six, Sorry. right? Sorry. I was looking at an FOC list. Now I'm back on the actual releases. So ignore oh, everything okay. I said over the last minute. Okay, good. I never, I never did get to what you were talking about. So because it wasn't there. 
Yep, I don't feel so bad now. Um, the Bath ba- Batman Gotham Knights Gilded City number two video game cardstock variant is very nice. Love that. Ah, classic Mike Allred on Batman the Audio Adventures number three. Take that for whatever you will. <laughs> are you a classic Mike Allred fan, though? No. You are not. We know that. Dark Crisis, Dark Army, one shot. Oh, Sergeant Rock's come back for issue three. Exciting stuff there. I love that Francisco Francavelli card stack cover for uh, yeah. Dark Horror presents Sergeant Rock versus the Army. That's yeah, that, so that's good. really great. We killed him before, we'll kill him again. There's a there's a Harley cover you can get behind for DC Vampires number eleven. Kyle. Yeah, that's a solid looking cover. Except she's just it's just a normal Harley cover. We've just put a few scratches on her. I I still like it. Yeah, I don't, Nathan Zerdy does some good work. Yeah. Detective ten sixty six. The J.H. Williams the third. <laughs> Taking some crazy liberties there, but I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I really hate the 90s homages. Kyle, I hate them. You lived through it. Did you know you were going back to it? I must have been traumatized. I didn't realize it. It's PTSD. That's the, that's the breaking of Batman's back homage. Human Targets, uh, issue nine. You had a Cully Hamner. And a Greg Smallwood. Greg Smallwood's fantastic. So retro. Love it. See, that retro, I dig. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. So it's not all homages from days gone by that I don't like. Just those 90s ones. Punchline getting both a dope Derek Chu cardstock and a really good Sozo Miyake cardstock. Yeah, you know, and she didn't lean too far into the shiny latex no it's a little more subdued got a little bit of peach momoko in her there mm-hmm. it's not a it's a pretty nice cover i like it i really like dan mora's take on the tim drake robin number three kind of an, uh, a throwback look on that cover of that i really like more than the 90s cover. I think that's a better throwback. What I, Dan Moore I, did there. That feels like a better nostalgic cover than the actual 90s does. Yeah. 90s got a day glow color scheme to it that just doesn't work. Nope. But that's a terrible book, Kyle. Um, I, I, wow, it's like I predicted that from way back when we first yeah. started. We talked about. Yeah, it's really awful. Yeah. And I, I tried to read two. I've read two. I won't be reading three. <laughs> two and out. Two and out. Um, I'm done. We get the sixth issue of Eight Billion Genies from Image. Can't wait as, to see what's going on there. As well as, don't forget that LZSD sketch of number one, issue number one. There it is. Beautiful. Not three ninety nine probably at your LCS, but maybe. Yeah. 
Damn them all gets a second printing. Here is Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, which I believe we talked about back in. This is, of course, you know, the Jason Aaron book. In this epic post-apocalyptic tale, Machio and Mezzi have never met anyone like each other, and they, they'll they need all the help they can get to survive a planet ravaged by environmental catastrophes. Which publisher is that? Boom! I just went right by it. I don't see it. Yes, you did. Don't do that. There's a bunch of covers, too, so I don't know how you did that. Oh, I didn't click view all. That is why. That was a Del Mondo cover. Ooh. Chung Ooh. Again, the the Yoon is very nice. The Yoon is very good. The huh. stylistics of the uh, Alexandre Tefingi is very good. Tefingi. I like that. Tefingi. I guess the Del Mundo isn't the best one, really. It's tough. Tough, yeah. tough call. Decisions, decisions. I probably would go Yoon. It's just... I'm with you. Probably would go Yoon. It's very nice. Good call out there. Yeah. IDW with the L local comic shop day uh, version of their Dark Spaces Wildfires number five. Of course, Quick Stop Stories number one, the LCSD variant as well. Uh, that's the one thing I see in Dark Horse books. Yeah. Okay, I'll give give Amazing a few more covers for an issue fourteen. Just a. <laughs> Nothing special happening. Maybe there is something special, but there's like <laughs> I was gonna say you don't know that five or six covers for it. Halloween covers. They look like. So we're gonna relaunch Doctor Strange with Fall Sunrise number one. Trad Moore taking over. Uh, this Peach Momoko cover is very stylized. Kyle, you're the biggest Peach proponent. What do you think of that? Which one? The Doctor Strange Fall Sunrise. Marvel. Eh, he's a little dead-eyed, but not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Trad I do very much did, like um, the David Mack Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Tradmore did the uh, run on Ghost Rider, right? Yeah. That's what I know him the best from. That being said, I believe that Peach Momoko is the best looking of those covers. <laughs> yeah, of all those covers, yeah, that's true. Uh, Star Wars Revelations, this is one that you were excited about. Yeah. It's finally out. Yoda, we were all excited about that. Mm-hmm. I wow, okay. So I'm giving I'm giving Momoko her flowers on this one. I love Love, love, love. The Dr. Afra of the Dr. Afra cover. Yeah, yeah it's pretty nice. That is awesome. Why has it got to be six bucks? And 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 why haven't we announced a Dr. Afra show yet? We know something's happening in Disney Plus, but you don't rush. You don't rush the mouse. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. Mine all the uh, all the original IP that you can, I guess. Yep. And then launch some new stuff. 
Alpha Beta's number two has a Super Mario 2 homage variant. Not too shabby. They also have a boys variant. Where does Dr. Afra fit in the chronology? I've forgotten. It's um, been so long. It's a great question. I think Darth Vader's around, so it's got to be... Yeah, Vader's around. So, so it's got to be it's, after Empire Before Return? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. I think Darth was around in some of those early issues, right? Yes, it, it, Vader is definitely something she's been running from. Yeah, okay. Alpha Betas has some very cool covers because they've even got a uh, some video game and mod stuff there. Is that Dynamite? Yeah, smaller publishers. That is oh. a whatnot publishing. <gasps> oh, okay. I gotcha. Bloodborne. Lady of Lanterns, number three. Call Girl in Another World graphic novel from Ghost Ship. My goodness. I love my In Another World animes. Is, is, there, is that a theme, like a variation on? Yeah, there's a, uh, a sect of anime called Isekai, where essentially just somebody dies and then they're reincarnated in a uh, fantasy world. A lot of times okay. with their prior memories. All right. That's cool. Cross Badlands Sea Day Worldwide Bag Set from Avatar. Avatar raises its ugly, dying head once more put out some books they found in the back of the closet. <laughs> Phantom-esque from Lev Gleason New Friday Publishers. What? Yeah, Lev Gleason New Friday Publishers. This is uh, Jacob Norris doing everything. Writing, art, cover. Action and Mystery is the name of the game for Phantom-esque New Empire's leading mask investigator teamed with his steadfast bodyguard and confidant. There is no case too dangerous, no case too small. It's all the same to Phantom Mask. I don't know. Depends. Let's see. Ooh, we got Fear of a Red Planet from Aftershock with my boy Paul Azazeda doing the cover. Mm-hmm. But he's not doing interiors. Mark Sable and Andrea Olimpieri on interiors. Hmm. Not quite as exciting. Frank Miller's Ronin Book Two, number one. Oh, yeah. Just the single cover. This was an ash can, right? Yes. The ash can went crazy, didn't it? Yes. Is this the first time this has been out? Was, was, is this like? I believe so. I believe it's the first time. Okay. Could be something. Still a big Tori Amos fan. 
I um no, probably not since the nineties when those covers were really in vogue. Local Comic Shop Day 2022, Tori Amos Little Earthquakes hardcover. Celebrating 30 years of Tori Amos's breakout album, Little Earthquakes, the landmark release that established her iconic thematic voice, as well as her live intensity behind the keys with unflinching lyrics and songs that would inspire generations of artists and musicians. This graphic novel demonstrates the lasting influence of the defining works with 24 stories inspired by the 12 songs on the album, as well as the 12 B-sides that accompany the album and its associated singles. If I had to choose between you know, the Tori Amos hardcover interpretation of her songs versus the <laughs> illustrated Al version of Weird Al, <laughs> yeah. probably yeah. lean towards Tori Amos. We're going towards but, Weird Al. Uh, okay, you might go somewhere else. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, that'd be tough, though. I'd like a third option if I could. <laughs> Nobody's Girls, number one, from Sumerian Comics. Um, from the creators of You Promise Me Darkness, which I don't, also don't remember. Uh, Emmett lives a very normal life until he finds a strange video that leads him on a peculiar search for a missing girl. A story about sex, violence, loneliness, and disappointment. Uh, the Kyle Ellinger story. <laughs> hey, wait, what? What? Who? <laughs> yeah, this is Damian Connolly doing the writing and the cover and bringing in Matthias San Juan for the interiors. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I think if I wrote a comic, I would pull off the cover myself too. (laughs) I I mean, just like one like murky abstract cover I could probably pull off. Like no real detail to it. (laughs) It doesn't really tell you anything about the book. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best selling cover, probably. <laughs> but I, I think that makes sense. I think I would do that too. More of an underground cover. Yeah. But um, they're doing four different covers for no, Nobody's Girls. So nice. Anything else, Drew? I'm thinking there's quite a few things to choose from now. I'm. I'm a little torn. Pulled All in a few right. directions. This is the point of the podcast where I asked Drew for his pick of the week. What's the one thing to go into our local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, which we're going anyways because of, of course, local comic shop day. Because I will be there picking up Once Upon a Time at the End of the World number one from our boy Jason Aaron. And Drew will be picking up what? You're going to do the Yoon cover? I'm going to go cover A, just a straight-up Mark Delmondo cover A. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go tiny-ass publisher with this this Phantom-esque Love Cleveland. Tiny-ass publisher or tiny-ass publisher? Tiny-ass. Okay. Uh, like, really small. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but I said, what, what did you think I said? Like, t- tiny-ish? I wasn't sure if it was a tiny-ass publisher or a tiny-ass publisher. What, 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 I don't think there's any difference. Zenoscope <laughs> tends to be the tiny ass publisher. <laughs> oh, that took me a while to get there, yep. but I, I'm I'm now on the same page with you. Thank you. That was well yes. worth. That was well worth the trip. Um, so I'm gonna go with Phantomask from the Lev Gleason, the powerhouse publisher of Lev Gleason New Friday, cranking them out. 
good stuff. And a uh, and a uh, a shout out to Star Wars Revelations number one, the Peach Momoko cover is kind of a yeah. I would awesome. I would have bet my lunch that was the one you would have chosen. Yeah, I just I, I actually am quite taken by this uh, Jason Aaron book, and I, I'm, I'm I think it'll be pretty cool. I'm excited about it. Then you go with the Mark Del Mundo over the Yoon. I just I think the cover A just kind of encompasses the story well enough that it's it's what you want from it. But I definitely like that Yoon cover as well. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. We thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself through all of our picks of the week. As November is just heading towards an end and 2022 is heading towards the climax. Thank you so much for it. So make sure you head out to your local comic book shops this coming week. And make sure you head on over to Patreon.com and find comics for fun and profit. It's only two things we're going to ask you for. So for Drew and for myself, see ya.